Welcome to a brand new episode of Towelite Talk. This is episode number 108, and this is Casey. And this is Chris. And we haven't been together for a little while. No, it's been a few weeks, man. A few weeks. So you did a solo episode. I did. I thought about doing one. I was like, no, I don't want to talk to myself. Could be trouble. Could be, you know, evidence that locked me up or something. You know, Uh, I think you could do it. I think Mm -hmm. you could do it. I could do it as like two completely polar opposites, like really angry Chris and then normal Chris, and just like debate things. Yeah, you know, that'd be. The, fan, the fans are demanding it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Next one, Chris yeah. does solo, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> the emails are pouring in. You heard it here first on DFAT. So anyway, um, even though we didn't talk to you guys, we talk every day, and um, <laughs> we've got a lot of geeky things to talk about, right? I do believe we do. I do believe we do. So we're going to get to it. Um, First things first, in Marvel news, Luke Cage is canceled following the end of Iron Fist. Um, Does this ring the bells of the end of the Netflix U? What do you think about this? First off, I just want to mention that this is a non-Scott Buck show that got canceled. So that's three now. Marvel and their TV first getting cut. So I don't know, man. I just, everybody's in this whole debate of if it's going to go that Disney's trying to just get everything over to their streaming service. Um, we know that there's another season, of Jessica Jones coming. We're mm-hmm. on the third season of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. You know, these will, is that enough? Will Netflix be like, will they fight for those two titles or will they just say, you know what? We've had a great run. And here, Marvel, just go to your thing. Because now you've got kind of like this fissure within your own little universe that you were building. And, you know, there is the other side to this, which we'll talk about in a second. But, you know, I can see where a lot of the, a lot of, a lot of people are kind of seeing this is the, uh, the end of the Netflix universe. Well, let's talk about it. I mean, do you think this is the end? Or do you think that this is leading into a Heroes for Hire show on Netflix. You know, as, as cynic as I am sometimes, I'd like to try to be hopeful. Um, and I would love to see a Heroes for Hire show. Uh, I, It's tough to kind of understand the mindset of canceling Iron Fist after the second season. Of course, you can wrap that up in, in a show that combines him with Luke Cage or, or do, you know, in another series, whatever. That's fine. Um, like I've said, Iron Fist comics they're very far in between i mean the same thing happened when it was a series you know that would get canceled just not a very popular character uh so i knew it had a kind of like this higher bar to reach when it went into the when it went to tv um you know and it failed luke cage you know i i can't even still i've, I've had a hard time getting through the second season so i i, I can see why these two shows got canceled fine and I think that there is a much stronger way to use the two characters. Of course, that's Heroes for Hire. Uh, and I don't know why um, we wouldn't see a daughter, you know, Daughters of the Dragon show either, because 
you'll see when you watch Daredevil this season that the uh, f- female characters are taking a major center role in this universe. So I personally don't want to see a Daughters for Dragon show. No offense to those two women because I think that they're better than their male counterparts. Even like six episodes? Nope. I have a just, movie or like I don't know because of how Defenders was. It just wasn't good. And not to say that they, they'll do it. They'll, they don't have to repeat from their mistakes. It's just I don't want it. Yeah. Honestly, I just want heroes for hire with all four of them. That's yeah. what I want. Maybe yeah. you do a one-off episode like they did in Iron Fist with just the girls, and that's fine. Yeah. That totally will satisfy that itch for me. I don't need a whole other series. It, because until I see more expansion on that universe, like Moon Knight and Blade and Ghost Rider and all that stuff, right now I'm just like, meh. You know, I just I don't care uh, to see it. Heroes for Hire is something I've cared about since they announced Iron Fist. <laughs> like, I never thought he should have had his own show. And, you know, as much as we want to see these, like, Netflix tackle these other characters, I don't see some of these other ones that we want to see in, in, in the series belonging in this universe I, I, the way we want them to. I, sometimes I see that it's, like, it's really dark, and then sometimes it's, it's I don't know, I would almost want to just see what they can do on Marvel streaming with, say, Moon Knight and other Marvel Knights. Well, I think, um, you know, even though Jeff Loeb, and said, Jeff Loeb came out and said uh, that this was a Netflix decision, sometimes they do cancel shows. And they do. They cancel yeah. shows. Um, I think that it will be turned into Heroes for Hire. I just don't know how it's going to exist. Because splitting the universe up between the streaming service and Netflix seems stupid right now. Um, so I guess if I had to, you know, pick, it would be Heroes for Hire on Netflix because you still have Punisher, which is filming or filmed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Jones season three is coming out. Daredevil is getting rave reviews and I can't imagine it not getting picked up again. So I, you know, they do need more things to go on that streaming service, taking these popular characters that people have known for years and putting them over there. Is not a bad idea. It's just that unless they really do go and do Jessica Jones only on Netflix, just because they already said it and move Punisher and all the rest of them over to the streaming service, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, but it's also Disney. They can probably break contracts and pay to break them. So if they need it, who knows? No, absolutely. I mean, what I was kind of getting at was not you know splitting it off from the universe and making these separate darker shows on your own streaming and keeping the Netflix thing as it is. Mm. Uh, but you know what? I've enjoyed it. I'm enjoying the hell out of Daredevil. Uh, I really wish that we could podcast in the morning because I plan on finishing it tonight. But it's not well, like I, talk, not I, like I can talk, talk to you about it. Yeah. I can score it though. You know, is uh, okay. I can give you hope. Speaking Sorry. of hope, let's go to the DC. <laughs> sure. I did watch the first episode of Daredevil, just so you know, right before this. I'm so proud of you. It was great. It was it, it is. It really is. You want to take this over? Or you I'm, want me to I'm, go? I'm taking over. Okay. Taking over. Been watching DC Daily? No. 
color me impressed, my friend. I didn't, you know, I was a little skeptical, but it's pretty, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, they do a good job with news and everything. So we're, we're going to, we're going to take it all out of their stream and we're going to throw it in the towel. talk for the week is our DC roundup. Uh, first thing up is Wonder Woman 84 has decided that it does not want to compete with, uh, the final Star Wars film in the, in, in the trilogy. So it's been pushed back seven months to the summer of 2020. So it was supposed to come out in December of next year. Yeah. Oh. Kind of how like Aquaman's coming out December this year. Um, originally, I thought it's got that was no competition. Well, actually, it has a lot of competition with Spider Man and Mary Poppins. So, right. um, but okay. I mean, I don't know. I I think this. To be honest with you, I I get that they don't want to go and compete with Star Wars, but Star Wars has had that date since 2015, mm. right? 2014? Yep. Every two, 2015. So 15, 17, 19 for these Star Wars movies, right? Yep. So since 2015, if not before, 2014 actually, when we saw the first trailer, they put their stake in December every two years in December. So this date didn't come up out of nowhere when DC decided to put Wonder Woman in that spot. And you don't wake up all of a sudden and go, no, no, this is calculated. And the reason why I think this is coming out then is because they also announced, I don't know if we talked about it, but they also pushed back the flash again. So I think this is a full movement flash Wonder Woman, Aquaman if it sticks, Shazam, and then, you know, whatever other people, uh, you know, I think you you did take it off the list, though. But, like, the, you know, writer of, or sorry, the director of Nightwing, supposedly, also talked about Nightwing movie, how it's still coming. So, I think this is part of their whole Gotham City Sirens, like, their whole reboot of whatever they're doing with the DCU. I think 2020 is that time. And I think that's why it got pushed back. Well, Birds of Prey is due out when? I don't fucking... Sorry. Same time, so th- the thing about the way I took the Nightwing thing off was because we don't like to talk about that kind of stuff. Okay, we do. So, we, that's all we talk about. It's such hearsay now that we're just like... We're, we're, we've come to an understanding. We've come to the agreement that if we don't see something, like Wonder Woman... 84 footed like that's real so i i understand that but i'm saying flash, we haven't seen flash, anything about birds of prey doesn't mean we don't talk about it and the release date is february 7th 2020 no, no, it's been cat it's been cast right so february 7th 2020 is birds of prey there you go so next year now mm-hmm. shazam and yeah. this joker movie which is also part of their weird rebooted world so that's it two movies a year coming from dc I mean, you can't nail one right. You might as well, you know. What came out this year? Two Anything? Two Face in the Coin. Did anything come out this year? Aquaman's coming out this year. No, but that's it, right? From DC? Yeah. Studios? Yeah, last movie was what? Justice League last what? year. Yeah, last year. That is horrible. You had to wait a whole year? One a year? Oh. Well, after that movie. Right. Anyway, so... Uh, yeah, that's my thoughts process on it is that it's not because of Star Wars at all because Star Wars date hasn't come up out of nowhere. It's because of they're trying to really prime this 
You got female-driven uh, bad girls, possibly good girls, bad girls, whatever, anti-heroes. Then you got Wonder Woman. Like, they're teeing things up. Right. So why why try to even compete with Star Wars when you can go off the curtails of them, you know, into 2020 and just keep that, that strong woman sense going? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Next up. The Joker film has added both Alfred and young Bruce Wayne to the cast. All right. So this kind of uh, gives us a definite idea of. Of what? Of the fact that we're not going to have a Batman in this movie. Correct. Which is still in line with the killing joke. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, do we see Batman's origin again in a film? <laughs> I hope not. I mean, they didn't say anything about Tom and Martha Wayne yet, but they did say Alfred and yeah, I, you know, whatever. You know, I like, I guess you're going to put them in there as cameos or something. I don't know if they'd yeah, have Thomas, central. Thomas Wayne is in this movie. He's a prominent character. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, yeah. So, we'll probably see Batman's origin story again. This time, the Joker will kill him or something stupid. If they don't, I'll be proud of them by not doing that. Me too. That's right. Uh, Next up, Young Justice. Uh, The one and only reason to be subscribing to the DC Universe. No. Just joking, but you need to watch that show and get caught up before uh, the new season. It's hitting on uh, 12-28. That's the launch date. It was supposed to be in 2019, but now they've pushed it back. Or brought it up, pushed it up. Pushed it up. Do I, can I watch that show without, like, do I need anything? Like, do I need no. any backstory to get no. into that? No. You know who everybody's sidekick is? In what? DC. No. Do you know who Green Arrow's sidekick is? That's Roy Harper. Right, and Batman's? Yep. And the Flash? Wally? Yep. And then then a character that they basically created for this show. Aqualad? Aqualad. Not Aqualad, though. He's Aqualad, but he's he's a different he's a different character. Um, and he, this character was actually brought in around... Uh, Brightest Daytime and um, and Young Justice. So he's an awesome character. This I don't want to give you any spoilers because the show really develops him. Um, but it's only it's two seasons. You know, I really recommend you watch it. It's it's amazing. It's an amazing show. There's a reason why people petition to bring it back. There's no DC animated show that I haven't liked. Yep. So it's you know I'll watch it. It's just added onto the pile of ever-increasing things, as we'll talk about later on. Yeah, exactly. Things to watch. All right. Well, even including this next piece of information, Chris. I guess. I mean, the good thing is that with the Harley Quinn show, at least that's new. So you can start right at, you know, day one with that. Um, We knew that Alan Tudyk had joined the cast. We weren't sure who he was going to be, but it's been announced that he's going to be the voice of the Joker in Harley Quinn's own show on DC Universe. We all love Alan Tudyk. We do. So. DC loves him too. I mean, he's on Doom Patrol. He's on this now. They're just like that's it. 
keeping it in the family. Cool. So you've been watching Gotham. I have. How far are you in Gotham? I'm in season three. Yeah, so you're far enough to understand that they do crazy weird things. Um, <laughs> you yeah, you can watch one episode and you can figure that out. <laughs> it's a, a guilty pleasure, as I call it, an Elseworlds take on Batman. Yeah. Uh, so when this picture of uh, Bane, uh, uh, whoever's playing him, I forgot who that is, but um, he's going to be appearing on the final season of Gotham due out next year. Uh, which is entitled No Man's Land, which no is Man's his story. Land. So, yeah, one of his so, stories. So it's pretty cool. Um, now, there was a lot of little little backlash online about the look that he has. Anywhere from a Mad Max villain to Darth Vader to... <laughs> I don't even know if some other goofy ones, but um, did you did you see that picture? No, I didn't want to spoil it. Oh, Darth Mulgus. <laughs> so eh, it's not going to spoil anything for you. Uh, so we got to look at that. So whatever. I'm I'm looking for. I got to still watch last season, so I got to get. It's on Netflix. I know it is. I know. I'm a Black Lightning right now, buddy. Oh. That show is so good. Mm-hmm. I love that show. That show is The Incredibles meets something else that's really good. <laughs> I love that show. Um, okay. Uh, moving on over to the CW verse. You can have Else Worlds. That's right. DC is just throwing the Else Worlds everywhere. Uh, just kind of laying, kind of laying the foundation for what they're their whole idea now is just we'll do whatever we want. We'll call it Hell's Worlds. And you guys gotta well, now it's now. DC World, right? Everything that's underneath the DC title is DC, DC World. Worlds. Worlds of DC, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Why can't it be like the the, the multiverses of DC or something? You know. Seriously. Who knows? Um but very excited for this this uh this year's CW crossover. We're getting some really cool uh behind the scenes look including uh john wesley ship in the original 1990s flash uniform uh plus barry and ali switching roles uh, so we'll see what that's going to be all about when uh when that time comes also uh we got to look at superman is black black uniform yeah more shots of that so i'm looking forward to that what do you think yeah i um you know, seeing John Wesley ship back in that outfit, I got pumped. You know, I, I was, I actually had goosebumps. I was really, really excited about it. And, um, you know, I, I obviously love uh, that character from the 90s or his interpretation of that character in the 90s. So I thought that was really great. Um, seeing the role reversal with uh, Stephen Amell in the, Flash outfit and Grant Gustin in the Arrow outfit was pretty cool too. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like, who knows what's going to happen? You know, I just thought they, like, Gotham was going to get introduced. I didn't know about all this other crazy swapping stuff. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty pumped about that. Yep. Very good. So, can't yeah, wait. Can't wait. Yep. 
I'm really excited because I finally caught up on all those shows. And I've now I'm current with what happened this week. Uh so that's that's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the follow up to this Wait, year's... hold on real quick. What, what that Batman or the Superman in the in the black outfit? I mean Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Wild, what's right? the deal? I don't know. Elseworld, man. He's also been shown in his regular outfit too. So I okay. don't know. Right. I guess uh Okay. All right. We'll see. Hmm. Justice Superman. <laughs> Hmm. All right, sorry, go on. Uh, uh, the follow-up to this year's The Death of Superman animated movie, uh, Reign of the Superman, Superman finally got its first trailer this week. And uh, we weren't very impressed by the first one. Uh, it's been... I don't know what's been happening to these movies lately. I really liked them for, I loved them. I loved them for a long time. And really the last, the last few have just been, eh. I was really hoping that Death of Superman would be excellent, but it's just, yeah. The problem is right now, well, first of all, I mean, since Andrea Romero, is it Romero? Or Romano? Romano, Andrea Romano. Since she's left, weirdly enough, it, it's had a decline in quality. I mean, someone who's been the the voice coach or you know the acting voice acting uh, director for for years on like so many different animated things, and and she left animated movies. And since then, we've seen a decline. And I don't know if she left too because they kept pushing this stupid New Fifty Two Justice League agenda pushing Batman into every one of their movies. Like new 52 is over reboot rebirth is now. And like, yeah. Okay, great. Like maybe some of these people like justice league dark, these characters aren't well known, but you don't have to throw Batman in there, even though justice league dark is probably the best movie that they've done in a little while. Like I like teen Titans versus justice league. All right. You know, like that was good too, but like the death of Superman was Dumb, and so was the new um, uh, or you know, Suicide Squad. And what was worse was that that movie they tried to play off as a as a successor to the animated series that that Batman and Harley Quinn movie. Mm-hmm. That was horrible. Mm-hmm. I've I was like I felt personally insulted watching that. Movie. So um, a little off topic here. I don't I don't I, I don't know. All I can say is Superboy's got his leather jacket. So they're trying to go as authentic as possible on these movies, and I, I don't... Well, but they're not going as authentic as possible because... No, they could also do the New 52 world. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. Or else we'd have the JLI and, like, Booster Gold hanging out like he should be. Okay. All right. So the the epic battle of all time of what is better... Teen Titans or Teen Titans Go. Uh, fans of the old show hate the new show. I don't know what's wrong with people. It's just cartoons. But um, apparently there's going to be a Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans something. This is officially announced. Uh, it was confirmed on WB Social's day, apparently. 
Hmm. And I don't know, it's a movie. I don't know if it's like on the Teen Titans Go episode, what it's going to be, but something is going to happen. And it's going to be very weird because the voices will be fighting each other. It'll be excellent. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, I... Um... A lot of fun. Huh? It sounds like a lot of fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll watch it. You know, again, like DC Animated uh, tends to, to do pretty well. So I will, uh, I will check it out. Um, but yeah, right now we don't know. We don't know what it is. Um, we, we did get a little piece of breaking news, two pieces of breaking news that I wanted to talk about real quick. What? Cause what? We're, we're moving, we're moving along in this episode a lot faster. Than I thought. <laughs> yeah. What, you, you, you acted kind of like we got to cut down on the show. I said, I would, all right. Let me, uh, let me go with and, this. You know, this is this is going. So let me. I get, but we got some dropping news. Okay, so um, first off, Legends of Tomorrow uh, premiered um, the other day, and I think it was on Monday. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday, um, and the premiere like was horrible. <laughs> oh yeah, it was the least watched show on Monday. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, that's. I I don't understand I don't understand their new scheduling, man. I don't I don't like it. I, I mean, think I watch, I watch it on the CW app, so it doesn't matter. But right, maybe more people are doing that. <laughs> well, I think that they have to figure that into their rating system because the Nielsen ratings is archaic and it's stupid, in my opinion, and and no one pays attention um, to you know what I mean, like to how things go that way. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, who watches TV live, really? Not too many people, unless it's like The Bachelor or something like that. Um, so, anywho, these ratings, yeah, it, it sucks. Like, put in Sunday, Supergirl Sundays, I think it was only to boost charm. You know, they put two girl, sorry, female uh, forward shows. I can't even say they're girl shows because we watch Supergirl, too. I mean, they're just Supergirl's a great show. I don't know about yeah. Charmed. It looked crappy, but I think they wanted to use, you know, when something's bad, they put it at the end of something else to boost the ratings. Um, but moving all of our shows, Flash, Arrow, Black Lightning, everything is just, it was weird. And what did, what did Legends take over on Monday? What was there? If it just premiered in the middle of October, I thought it wasn't coming until January. Like if it's coming in October, why isn't it part of the crossover? Well, they're off doing their own thing at that time. They said already. But they always are, <laughs> right? But they just because it was it gets too convoluted. It's too complicated with that many characters. I think this one is like. I think they want to kind of keep it the Batman thing. Yeah, kind of. Whatever. Um, okay. I just also want to mention that the CW is not available on. I I get View right. So on some of these services, like CW is not even there. So how? Unless people are paying for cable, and that's all you're measuring, right? like that doesn't make sense in these times, these days. You know? No, like, it's dumb. Um, okay. Yeah. So here's one other thing. Uh, it's Marvel news, but got it. So uh, Disney is confirmed to be doing the Tom Hiddleston Loki series and the Scarlet Witch series with Elizabeth Olsen, um, but 
we've got news uh, over at Slash Film that, yes, Disney is working on other Marvel Cinematic Universe shows for their streaming service. Um, it's not the Nick Fury ser- uh, series. It's something bigger and better, something more. What do you think it could be? Howling Commandos. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Bigger, like galactic size, space. Well, let's think this. Hulk? Hulk? A Hulk mm-hmm. team? You know? let's, let's, let's try something else. What about... He's bigger. What about the two biggest families in, in Marvel? Oh, God. You know, that would be interesting. Because, you know, if a Fantastic Four TV show would be a lot more interesting than watching a movie reboot again. Same thing with Especially an X-Men TV show. X-Men or Fanta- and Fantastic Four TV shows, man. Because you have... The problem with these movies is that they don't... You can't concentrate on a deep story that belongs with like Fantastic Four or, or even X, you know, X-Men because it is family stories. There's so many characters, there's so much going on and the dynamics there can't be contained in two hours, to, to be honest. If you do them as like eight episode TV series and you put a lot of money into them and you give like, you go on these weird, crazy science fiction adventures with the Fantastic Four or you get the amazing like epic storylines you get with x and then yeah that makes a lot that makes a lot of sense yeah i i mean who knows obviously it's rumored obviously it's just up in the air right now but if i had to put my money on something it would be one of those two franchises getting some getting some major play That'd be amazing. and with that breaking news it's time for a commercial break woohoo <laughs> I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? (laughs) Well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions right second. Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Uh, Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. We are back after those wonderful commercials, and we're going to get into some comic news. Uh, first off, we have our first look at The Kitchen, which is a DC Vertigo title, which I read, Chris did not read. 
Um, but it has a lot of good stars in it. It's about a bunch of um, men who are mobsters who go off to jail and their wives or spouses uh, take over their operation in Hell's Kitchen um, with Elizabeth Olsen, Melissa McCarthy, I think Viola Davis. But um, it's cool because it's not sci-fi. It's not horror. It's not action-y. Or sorry, it is action. It's not superhero-y, but I like when they adapt these uh, non-traditional comic book movies uh, into movies based off comics. Yeah. I'll have to check that out at your recommendation. It was good. Um, short read, not, a, not anything crazy. So it was good. Awesome. Those are my favorite ones. Uh, and so Hollow, DFAT Comics' first comic is almost out. Um, I know a lot of you guys, well, I assume, I don't know all of you guys who's listening, but uh, a, lot of, a lot of people have pledged to uh, the Kickstarter that we had um, early summertime to see the comic come to life. And this Halloween, uh, you will be getting it, at least digitally. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take everything to get shipped out, but digitally, those comics are coming at you if you pledged. Um, If you didn't pledge, then you will be able to buy them, uh, including the soundtrack to the comic. There is a soundtrack to the comic. Um, so there'll be links up for the uh, Comic Central page on DFAT, as well as links up to the Bandcamp and iTunes, uh, where you can get the soundtrack. So Halloween, it will be a spooktacular time uh, for Hollowed, which is a horror sci-fi comic anyway. So it's perfect, I thought, <laughs> since I wrote it. <laughs> That'd be you great. Really, <laughs> you really got your shtick down, man. You got it. I've been saying it enough. I get so we had a premiere here in Rochester, New York, uh, last night, where we signed it, copies, and played the soundtrack and stuff. And um, we're going to do the same thing in Buffalo, uh, where Darius uh, Johnson, my artist, is. So it will be um, those will be if you. So I guess if you're listening and you're around on the 27th, if you go to Queen City Bookstore and you're in the Buffalo area. Darius and I will be signing copies of the comic live and in person. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So that is comic book news. Not a lot of comic book news right now. Um, yeah. Right. Post apocalypse of SDCC. Yeah. You mean New York Comic Con, NYCC, and NYCC? Yes, you're right. We're we're in the after effect of both Comic Cons. Yeah. The, we're in like. The straight shoot to the holiday season. That's it. Yep. So continuing on with everything else, we're going to go to TV news where Disenchantment has been renewed for two more seasons on Netflix. Uh, apparently that got some good reviews. I didn't re- I didn't watch it yet. Do you watch it? I have not. I watched the first episode, I think. Um, but I believe it's not two two seasons is like two what do they call them on Netflix two um half seasons basically oh they have a special name for um like when i watch the ranch it'll be like i don't want to say segment what is it called okay something yeah it's not a season okay um but 
So it's another been, two, it says another two part season. Two part. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a two part season, but they have a different name for it on Netflix and I'm, I'm not going to even try to remember it anymore. It's just not going to work. Okay. Huh. So it's each 20 episode season is split across two years. The second half of the current season will return in 2019. Likewise, the second season will be out in 2020. Yeah. So 10. So why don't they just say season one, two? I don't know. Strange to me. It is very strange. Okay. Um, Good for Matt Groening. Uh, I, you know, it's not something that I, I have not wanted to watch. I do want to watch it. I just I have not had the chance to. Um, so go. Can you take this next one? I don't even know what this is. Oh, they call them parts. That's uh, new as a simple word. Okay. Um, this next one he is. I just lost our outline. Hold on one second. CBS animated. Yes. Yeah, so. Today it was announced. This is this is new newer news as well. Uh, CBS All Access uh, has announced that there will be an animated comedy series called Star Trek Lower Decks. Uh, it's created by Mike McMahon, who's uh, one of the writers on Rick and Morty. Okay. Interesting. So I mean, CBS had announced that there would be several or more Star Trek series coming, you know, yeah, uh, including the Picard one that we, we know is on its way. Thank God. Uh, and I guess this must be one of them as well. So they're going to be tapping all the different uh, genres here, animation, live action. All maybe, of we'll get, maybe we'll get some stop motion. <laughs> I'll I'll be honest with you. This is a smart idea. Um, yeah. You know, it's like Doctor Who. It's a it's a long standing franchise, or James Bond, or Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like it's even older. Like these are things that are in the pop culture zeitgeist and will never leave them. You know what I mean? So yeah, double down on it. I guess like if if all access is working with Star Trek Discovery, then. Keep it on that format. It seems like streaming formats is the way of the future. Um, Star Trek continues to live on in comic book form over at, um, is it IDW, I think? I saw like another, it's really weird. Like this, this, I'm going to go off on a tangent just for a second. Um, the Planet of the Apes universe from the 60s lives on very well over at IDW. I just saw in in comic book news, I did see another comic book getting announced in that world, but like nothing really from the new planet of the apes. Remember how there was supposed to be that video game for like the PS4? Like what, where did that, where was that? That. Yeah. We only saw videos for it, right? Yeah. There was trailers. That's right. Maybe they so, said that this would never work. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's so, uh, <laughs> um, it's just weird. Yeah, like no. that they, I don't know. So anywho, as far as Star Trek is concerned, um, I think that this makes 
sense financially, whatever. It just, that's a good idea. So cool. Good for them. Absolutely. Uh, by the time you guys hear the episode, the new uh, season of Castlevania will have premiered on Netflix along with the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Um, I'm going to look this up real quick. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina does have reviews already, and they're good. Um, Castlevania Season 2, let's see if we can find our reviews, what people are saying, because I know uh, Season 1 obviously had rave reviews. Oh, IGN gave it 9.2 out of 10. So, cool. obviously, that's pretty good. Um they put out they put out the screeners to people a couple weeks ago because I saw somebody who was watching one on Netflix or on Facebook. Really? Someone I follow. Um, season two, eight point two out of ten from some weird website, Cultured Vultures. I don't even know what the hell that is, but uh, it's on Metacritic. It's sitting at high marks, so. Well, if you lived in California, you could watch it in, at midnight. I won't make it that long. Can I watch or, it at midnight here? Like, no, I think it's 3 a.m. there. Oh, really? That's how they do it? I think so. I think so. Okay. Because I know that I can watch it at midnight. Hmm. All right. Um... And when well, I was a vampire, I would stay up and watch some episodes until they Now you're normal. You're normie. Now I get up at four in the morning instead of going to bed at four in the morning. Yeah. I don't know how normal that is, but all right. Hmm. I, uh, I'm excited for both. Uh, reading yes. the Sabrina comic has me excited, and I heard that this series goes full horror. Um, it takes a little bit to get there, but it does go full horror, which is what I wanted. And then Castlevania, I literally just rewatched this season, the first season. I mean, really, it's two hours, maybe, investment. Mm-hmm. I don't even think so. Like, it's a man made movie if you watch it all. Day. Yeah. Yeah. So, and this one is double the amount of episodes. So, super excited. I'll probably end up just binging it over the next few nights because um, mm-hmm. I love that first season. So, Hell yeah. excited. All right. In movie news uh, and Netflix news, Netflix is continuing its partnership with Guillermo del Toro, who uh, has been the creator of the Troll Hunters, which is really ex- successful animated series. And I think there's a spinoff of Troll Hunters coming too, um, as well. So, anywho, um, that's still going on with Guillermo del Toro, but he's going to do a live action. Uh, sorry, live action stop action uh pinocchio movie with the jim henson company i don't even know how to form words when i heard this news because it was like i love stop act you know stop action animation that's like one of my favorite things ever i love guillermo del toro one of my favorite persons ever and jim henson uh hello so you know pinocchio i like the story um, it can be very creepy and he'll make it very creepy. And I think of like the stop motion animation in the beginning or wherever in Hellboy 2 and how Guillermo had his hands all over that. And I'm just like, oh my God, what is this dude going to do with Henson? 
you know it just it's it should be insane in the just imagine how creepy pinocchio is um I mean, I'm not even talking about how a marionette comes to life. I'm talking about how this... That whale? No. This dude takes young boys to this island. And then he, like, gives them cigars and drugs. And that's okay? You know, that was, that was like, one of the weirdest things in a Disney movie ever. I remember that being the scary part for me when I was a kid. That is, that is frightening. That is frightening. Mm-hmm. Anytime. That's just like, whew. Take it to the dark side, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this will have nothing to do with Disney. Pinocchio is another one of those things, like Alice in Wonderland, like Frankenstein. Yeah, you can do the Little Mermaid. Like, you can do what you want with these. Disney just happened to do their own version. So, Guillermo could do whatever the hell he wants with the name Pinocchio and about a marionette come to life. Um, Yeah. That's it, which is creepy enough for for me. Um, so I, I cannot wait for this. And uh, you know, also the Jim Henson Company has um, with Netflix. They're part of that Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal, yes, which is next year. Um, that prequel series, which I guess they showed some photos at Comic Con, which were insane. Um, what they're doing to that, but also the Dark Cooking Show. Mm, um, mm-hmm. So when you Watch told it. me, I have not watched it yet. Neither. But uh, Chris Siever over at Gourmet Scum Radio has watched it, and he said it's okay. Like what she makes is amazing. She's just not good on camera, but the puppets are great. But I follow her. I've been following her for years on Instagram. Oh. I didn't know that, like, because I've I remember seeing this lady's insanely weird creations and her photography is so beautiful and macabre and i've been following her for years so that's cool that she has a show now i'll i'll just i'll check it out cool Um, so that's that's a cool connection all the jim hensons all the jim hensons um and then now for the 30th anniversary of die hard (laughs) yes it's returning to theaters for the holiday season for the holiday season um, but it's not a christmas movie 11 11 and 11 14. Um, they have said now that officially giving movie. Um, so I saw this a couple of years ago in theaters, like as part of the marathon before Live Free or Die Hard. Okay, um, I saw all four or sorry, all five movies. So, um, if you have not seen Die Hard in the theater, I highly recommend it. It's my favorite action movie of all time. You should totally do it. I'm more interested in seeing the 25th anniversary of Nightmare Before Christmas in theaters, which is coming out uh, soon. Like in where I, I was just in LA and they were doing it in 4D. So they have smells and spray with water and all this what? other stuff um, down at the, uh, like if whatever it is across the Chinese theater, I can't remember what that theater is. You didn't do it? No, because of the timing, it just didn't work. At the time that we were there, they were playing Hocus Pocus, which I have yet to see Hocus Pocus, and I actually would have went, but we had missed it just time-wise. So, See Hocus Pocus, period? I've never seen it. Me neither. Nope. It, I, I should before Halloween. Maybe I'll watch it on Halloween Ooh, as I hand out treats to my neighborhood children. 
Maybe I'll watch Hocus Pocus. Um, so anywho, yeah, you know, Die Hard, obviously, I, I'm going to love it. And if you, you should go see it. If I've you never get a seen Die Hard. To. Shut up, Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Die Hard again. Um, I know. Is it, you know, I love seeing these movies back in theaters. If it, 35 millimeter, is it? Yeah. Yeah. If they do it right, yeah. It's not the Blu-ray edition. Um, Quick. Speaking of Die Hard, though, ironically, we were quoting it because on TV they edit it, um, especially Die Hard 2, and instead of yippee ki you know, M-F-er, he says, yippee ki Mr. Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a different actor. So it's a, his voice is, yippee ki Mr. Falcon. Yeah. It's hilarious. Look it up on YouTube. Oh no! I've I've watched it edited on TV. So I know I know the uh, the classic Die Hard TV edit. Yeah. So um, for almost you as entertaining as the original. Yes, almost in almost. a different way. <laughs> um, but why don't you uh, you take us over here? All right. So on route to our houses on a gray Palomino. <laughs> Are our copies of Red Dead Redemption Two? Did you read any reviews? Oh, you did reviews. You sent me two of them. I don't read reviews. I just I look at the head. I just send you things um, randomly sometimes. Uh, like you said, you know these are all kind of the the great reviews. I haven't seen any negative reviews. I don't even want to. I don't even want to read anything. I just want to play the game. Red Dead Redemption was one probably. I don't even want. I don't. I can't even say if it was my favorite game of all time. It's definitely a game I put. One of the games I put the most time into, ever. Um, you and I have played multi, like the multiplayer, for endless hours. It was yeah. like, it's an amazing game, and I just I've heard such good things about this already. Just um, what they've been able to create with the world, um, and just creating this open world experience that's unlike any other. That feels so real. Uh, it makes me want to buy. a Buy a buy a new PlayStation with new TV. I know, yeah. You know, it's one of like same thing with Spider Man. It's like in God of War four. Like, do I need to get the PlayStation Pro? Yeah. Ask the guy who just came back from LA. Um, but <laughs> I, I can't afford it, but I want it. So, um, maybe I'll sell some stuff. But it's just, yeah, like that's the thing, right? It's just that the game. There's a big debate right now, and I, I don't know, if, you know, we're not going to get too much into it, but it's like when they released that statement about how long it took them to like work on it at the end, like hundred hour weeks and stuff like that. And you know, there's been numerous articles about that, and one of the most prolific things that I read was that we can complain all we want about like, oh my god you know, workmen's rights and they shouldn't be working like that and blah, 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 blah. And whatever your side of the debate is, whatever. But this statement, I can't remember the article, but it was like, we only are going to want this more as gamers. We're only going to want more open world experiences and more realistic gaming as we continue to grow in technology so that, okay, yeah, they did this, but, and we can complain about it, but are we, still at fault because we're going to buy it and we demand it. We want another game that's going to look like Grand Theft Auto 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2 and whatever else. So 
thought that was an interesting thing to think about because that is the landscape that we're in, that these AAA games come out from these studios. And I'm sure there's endless amounts of pressure to make it better than anything that's ever been done. And I'm more than excited to pay the money to Rockstar, to the employees who worked on this thing, because hell, I mean, they deserve it. Um, it's just a, it's just a weird landscape that we're in right now as we get closer to the Oasis. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it at that. That was, that's, that's a good, that's a good ending to that. That's it. Yeah. All right. Moving on to more sad news. <laughs> Is there is there an update to this? No. No. So, uh, John Williams is in the hospital. And all we can do is pray that he makes it out okay. We love John Williams. He's been a part of our lives since birth. And, you know, when the Darth Vader theme was being played as I came out of the womb. Um, but... You know, it's it's sad. It's 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 something that we've had to deal with as we've gotten older, uh, watching our icons pass, and hopefully this is not that time for John Williams. Yeah, I mean that's it. You know, uh, heart goes out to him and his family, and and hopefully he pulls through. The dude definitely has the spirit to keep going, and as we saw him just a year ago, lively as hell at. Uh, celebration so you know i obviously john williams is what most of us star wars fans refer to as like the music bar lives um almost anyone in the planet can recite or hum or whatever some john williams score because almost every single one of them is prolific so yeah you know john williams that would i yeah i can't even think about it so let's just hope that uh Pray to whatever gods or demigods or demons that you have to that right. he, he makes it and he's and he's okay. Okay, moving on. Good news. Good news. Uh, George Lucas visited the set of the Mandalorian um, and stopped by and saw Dave Filoni and John Favreau. There was a nice set pick of all of them together. John Favreau's birthday. I don't know. Sure. I Today? It, I don't know. No, no, no. When he went to the set. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe. I just want to see some more stuff come out of this movie. <laughs> okay. Or this show. Um, did you did you watch the did you watch the Star Wars show? Last, uh, not yet. Last week's. So last week's they they you know he showed those two photos from the set and it showed like that that cool pointed blaster or pike yeah. or whatever it is and then. And then the old ice cream maker. And then so they were talking about the ice cream maker guy from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And just going into that a little bit. But um, but yeah, it's the same, it's the same kind of it's the same set piece and the same idea of what, what the hell is it anyhow. So yeah. maybe maybe they'll actually give it some meaning in the Star Wars universe. Um but that pike weapon, whatever it is, they they believe it's uh you know related to the very first appearance of Boba Fett. Um where he has that weapon and he's riding oh, a weird s- space serpent. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's the weapon, you know, maybe it is that one. I Who would knows? not be surprised one bit. Yeah. Be wild, man. 
Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, and I like that George Lucas visits these sets. To be honest with you, I like that he gives a shit and likes to see how his baby's doing. Um, and personally, even though George Lucas is insane about what he wanted to do for seven, eight, and nine, uh, he still is the creator of the Clone Wars cartoon, and he still has some pretty in awesome ideas. So. It's good. He's the maker. He is the maker. So you gotta you gotta give him his props and and see what he does. Hopefully his good luck falls upon the set. But John Favreau, to be honest with you, hit, I mean the dude makes good movies. So he hasn't really failed me. <laughs> you know, there's a couple things I don't really love that he's done, but he's not a bad filmmaker. In fact, he's treading on greatness. So. I'm uh I'm excited to see what he's going to do with Star Wars for sure, and of course Dave Filoni directing a live action. I mean, come on, it's about time. It's overdue. Uh-huh. two episodes. That's awesome. it, man. Overdue. Can't wait. Whew. What t- what time is it, Chris? It's time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, guys. Mesco Fall exclusive number four. The fourth exclusive hit this week. Uh, of course, it was immediately waitlisted within probably a half an hour or so is, is, uh, as is tradition. So what it was was we finally got the Spider-Man Homecoming homemade suit edition Spider-Man. I mean, this, you know, to be honest, this is the perfect figure for this line. Uh, because of the clothing and all that that great stuff, so it, it is it is a a way that Mezco can shine a little bit with uh, with this figure. So it would be kind of cool. I just didn't really want it, so I didn't really feel bad that I was working and missed out on it. Yeah, I just, I don't care. I saw it. I could have gotten it. I just didn't care. If I was gonna get that figure, I'd get it as a hot toy. To be honest with you, I don't need it at that scale. I got enough Spider Man toys at that scale. <laughs> Even despite the soft guns, the hot toy's better. That's just the way it is. Getting in these these hundred dollar price points aren't doing anybody any favors right now. Spider-Man was how much? It's probably hundred, right? No, it kind of. I I don't think so. Four <laughs> hundred. Yeah, on eBay right now. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I bet you it's like it's got. To, that's the standard figure. It's got to be eighty five. Yeah. Are you going I'm, there? No, I'm not. Because no. I don't care. <laughs> see, see, this is the fourth exclusive for this fall. We mm-hmm. didn't get a chance to talk about um, the the Iron Man that came out this last week, right? Yeah, we have like apparently that one's that one has shipped. Like it's it's uh, I'm sorry, Spider Man was 85. Yes, um, some people are getting like shipping invoices already for for their for their iron man mark 42 and like i ordered my classic iron man it hasn't even come up yet i don't i don't know about that kind of stuff uh but they seem to just be like hey here's all these here's all these variant exclusives yep we're gonna give those to you now yep we don't have the figures that you actually wanted ready or we're not really planning on making them anyhow yep Exactly. That's the problem. It's, it's just it's it's, it's the feeling I get. I mean, we talked about it. 
like where's dark side popeye uh ash ash is shipping okay sorry ash, is ash and catwoman are shipping right now okay well finally great super did you order those mm-hmm. you ordered ash right yep did i, I order i don't think i did I don't think his chin was good enough. I'm sorry, but Bruce Campbell. No, the the newer one looked better. All right, all right. We'll yeah. figure that. We'll figure that. We'll look at mine. Yeah. Um, Who knows? It might be in the mail. I just don't remember. <laughs> I check. The check is in the mail. You pre-order things, and all of a sudden, a bloodshot shows up at your house. Right. Uh, it can't be too bad. Uh, my wallet is literally. Anyways, go on. <laughs> Also, t- as of today, the previews exclusive Cyclops that we all saw coming uh, is up. And it's his, I want to say X Factor kind of original X Men uniform. Um, yeah, but it's, it's a mix, X- right? I mean, yeah. it's not straight up 60s, you know, outfit, which is what I like, but whatever. I don't like that fucking guy anyway. Sorry. <laughs> I like, it's like, did this one? I don't. I don't either. But I want. I'm getting the Jim Lee version. I love it. Um, yeah. it's, it's awesome. But um, did this one have like the pirate boots? Yeah, same boots for both. Right. Yeah. All right. Wait. Not those pirate boots on the other one. I mean, they're just wait. The same boots that are on the other one are on this one. No, oh, that's lame. Yeah. Anyhow, um, Mesco went and um. You know, punched us in the collective dicks by putting a Scott Summers head I mean, with just, just, just a genitalia curse. Don't just leave it to dick someone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to alienate anybody. Um, dicks or clicks um, in the. <laughs> no. Whatever, Casey. <laughs> um, by giving us this Scott Summerhead with sunglasses, you know, this is what they do. It's the same thing with the with the Wolverines. It's like, hey, if you want this, you got to buy this. You know, buy all five of these figures if you want your perfect Wolverine. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm I'm getting that Ronin Wolverine. You know what I really want is that weird mask that comes with the exclusive one, which also comes with that awesome Logan head. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. come on, thank you for. Kicking me in my collective dick. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> um, and do, you, do you have anything to say about that? No. Okay. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. To be honest. But we'll keep buying them because apparently they make good action figures. Um, finally, today, Super 7's latest. Masters of the Universe pre-order went up and it's featuring all the Filmation characters, including reissues of uh, what's the Ultimates line uh, from Super 7 of He-Man and Skeletor from the uh, the original Filmation series was started by Mattel. They did one wave of them uh, and I did not actually get those, but now I get the Super 7 one. So I'm happy they're doing the Ultimates uh, and also now the the third wave, yeah, wave three, no fourth wave. Sorry, uh, features Shira, Fisto, Rizlor, and Mantena. So it's kind of heavy on the Shira characters, but 
some cool ones, including Mantena, which was one of my favorite figures when I was a child. It's awesome. Yeah, and Filmation Shiro. Uh, the, the thing about Super 7 is that in order to get the figures, you have to order all four of them, and then you can order individual figures after that. So you're, you can't just order one, you know what I mean? Yeah. So most people will sell the ones they don't want on eBay or whatever. Yeah, that's, um, you know, they're great looking figures. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. They're beaut. They're beauts. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, where can you find us? Uh, we are on the social media sphere on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google Hangout. No, wait. Google Plus. Yeah. Um, we don't hang out on Google. Flickr, uh, Pinterest, <laughs> Reddit. Foursquare, four chain, yeah, MySpace, yep, all everything. Live journal. Wait, I'm sorry, dude. They they closed our MySpace account last oh, week. Oh shoot, never active. mind. All right, never mind. we never we never went there and updated it lately. Four. But um, check us out. Don't forget a towel, and the greatest website of all time. You're the only place to travel geekly. Don't forget a towel.com. Sweet, yeah. So thank you guys for listening as always and uh keep reading those comics <laughs> <laughs>